Keep it going. Stop the fade it out. How, how long has this been? 90 seconds. Play the whole thing. I'll take 90 seconds to run DMC any day, man. It's a good addition here, Travion. I know this is one of yours. Yep. Where is Sage? I, I've, I've barely seen her around lately. I, I know she's today. still around here. Yeah, I, I did see her today, but she was like recording the news or whatever. Yeah. I saw her today. I think she's actually going to be on the show tomorrow because she knows it's ask or it's a uh, do they know a day. She's only got a handful of games left. She's here for about three more weeks. And Travion takes over the show basically for the rest of his life. (laughs) 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 You're locked in now. (laughs) Until old board op talks start coming up again. Oh no! Are you we know, having those like board op we- realignment? <laughs> <laughs> are we going to poach a board op from some other radio station? Yeah, probably. Cool. cool. You better watch out, um, whoever. Yeah, I was going to say, be careful. Yeah, with that, like please. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to start. As long any- as they're out of market. Uh, yeah. Are, are we sending Sage somewhere for a, a board op to be named later and a draft pick? Oh my God! What if she? Oh wow! Cash. <laughs> And cash consideration. Cash consideration. Yeah, but it's got to be, it. we're talking radio station cash. Sure. Oh, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Which is what, free tickets to? Yes. <laughs> Monopoly money. I'm glad you, yes. <laughs> to some county fair. Like. <laughs> well, I was thinking free tickets to Weird Al and like oh. Topeka or something. Hey, hey, you know? hey, hey, hey. Dude. Coupons. When's that show, uh, Troy? August 31st. Right on. He's right before to, football starts. He's coming to Manhattan? No, T-Pac. He, he came to McCain. Uh, 12 years ago or so, and he crushed, apparently. I've only been to one show at McCain. That's on me. Like I've had opportunities. I just haven't been able to make it happen. But I saw Foreigner, like in wow. 2013. Man. It's been a minute. It was a great show. I met him before before the show, and it was super weird. Like Everybody was in a line, one room, and, and then their tour manager comes in and goes, Hey, everybody, Foreigner's here. <laughs> There's Foreigner. I'll be honest with you. Like, I didn't really care about meeting them because I knew it wasn't the original. Like, no, none of the original lineup was there. What? Um, and um, I was the first one in line, dude. Like, I I took a solo picture, and I didn't. You had to like go to their website to download it. I was like, yeah, dude. Wait a minute. Like, I just got the free pass. I was like, okay. uh, So, if you're going to a Foreigner show already, you're like. All right, but it's not even the in none of the original guys. You didn't. They're none of them. I can't even think of his name. But there was there was still one original member with the band. Uh, but he doesn't always tour with them. Like if it's smaller shows, he doesn't go. Dang. But if it's like if it was Madison Square Garden, of course oh, yeah. he's there. I'm too good for that. I'm not going to Manhattan, Kansas, but I'll go to Manhattan, New York any day. My parents said they just went to the Sticks show a couple, uh, it was like a month ago now, right? Or something like that, maybe yeah. a little longer than that ago, but said it was amazing. They yeah. still sound excellent. Wow. So good for Kansas. Yeah, for That's sure. also a band, like, I don't really have, I'm like a dying need to go see them. Nah. Um, I'm, I was never the biggest Kansas fan, but I am a big fan now of Kansas State recruiting. Before we get to that... <laughs> I, uh, I I will trigger you with some news here. I was going to bring it up at the end of the first hour, but uh, there's been a new um, survey that has been reported on by Lawn Starter. Oh. I'm just sharing it to trigger everybody. That's it. There we go. Um, go figure. They put out a list of the of 2022's best barbecue cities in America. 
Kansas City has actually been broken up into Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas, and Overland Park. They're their own cities. They, they had for this to do list. that because Kansas City was just too good. Yeah, really, you got to give everybody else a chance. Well, the the, the thing that's going to trigger you that what comes in at number one on this list when it comes to they rank different things in quality. Uh, it's accolades it's received, access to barbecue joints. No, not Johnson County. No. You wouldn't put them number one? <laughs> it's Johnson County, man. <laughs> St. Louis, Missouri is number oh, one. Oh, yep. They had to break up the three yeah, to, to, to give St. Yeah, Louis yeah, yeah. the title. Yeah. I mean, sure. Access to KZ in Memphis. Yeah, you know, for sure. But Kansas City, Missouri does come in at number two. Yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. make sense. Yes. It makes sense that St. Louis is number one, Kansas City Mo is number no, two. No, KC Mo would be the, the higher top. ranked of the yeah. three. Yeah. Well, it. What's the most popular barbecue in, in KC? Would it be Joe's? I would say Joe's, Bryant's, and Gates have got to both be right there in terms of amount served in a day. Yeah, if you were taking... Because, I, yeah. But because, Joe's is in Kansas. I don't think they have a Missouri location. Yes, they, they, their original location is on the Missouri side, isn't it? I don't think so. Well, I don't know for a fact. But I'm pretty sure it's Kansas City or uh, KCK. Quick question: What's what? up, Eskimo Joe's and Joe's Barbecue? No. They're two different places. They're two different places. Because every time I try to go to Joe's bar- Barbecue, I always go to Joe's Barbecue and not Eskimo Joe's. But I want to try Eskimo Joe's. Well, so Eskimo Joe's isn't barbecue. It's not. As far as that, well, maybe it's like a bur- like It's more a burger joint than anything. It, it, okay. It's a you know American food. I mean, it, it's. There is also um, the original was KCK. Okay, so but West Forty Seventh Joe's used to be Oklahoma Joe's, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. yes. So, but Eskimo Joe's is in Stillwater, and it's super overrated. Yeah. Why yeah. do you want to go there, Trey? Just because you always see like the shirts from there and stuff, yeah, and I'm like, do. I've always wanted to go there, but I don't know where it's. Yeah, at. it's kitschy. <laughs> it, it is a you know a, a touristy place, yeah. but like the na- I'm sure the locals don't eat there. Nah, nah. I yeah. That's a. I've been a couple times. I I, I will say this: on a game night, it's going to be packed. Sure. If you know, and it's also very close to the stadium. Right. Exactly. And that's a lesson learned on my part. I think we waited ninety minutes. Back when we had the group of us that went from the KSUMB down, and they also have a Mexican restaurant. And it's Mexico Joe's, right? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I, I just had oh a double. I, I've been. I went one time, and if that <laughs> restaurant was in Manhattan, it would be the worst Mexican restaurant in Manhattan. <laughs> it would be Mexico Joe's. What do you got? Ita- Italy Joe's. Go to German Joe's. One of the things. The, one of the things about it, you, you know, I, I chuckle because that was an era where it made perfect sense. But you know, they have a separate T-shirt shop. <laughs> And souvenir shop. That's why Travion sees all the right. all the stuff. That was kind of the trend that Rusty's wound up following. Oh boy! Yep, touristy. It it you got know? that way. Yeah, Kitch. yeah. With all of the expansions, and now we have Poor. an Aggieville that well, it. Is overly owned by one. Sands Rusties. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Poor foolish Travion just following along with t shirts and things. Hey, I owned one of those t shirts, but God. I mean, come on, it was the 90s. 
They also have the cups you can take home. That's and- true. No, that I, I hear you. Like That's one of those spots. You do see the shirts a ton. Have you ever ate at a Hooters before? No. I oh, ate at one in Oklahoma City, and it stunk. It stunk. Oh, yeah. It stinks. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Hooters, Hooters are awful. I can't imagine. Food. Hooters are absolutely Nobody awful goes there for, food. for the food. Yeah, no. No, it, it's all about the view. Right. But, like, my thing was, like, okay, you know, I've seen a woman before. <laughs> I'm not like, whoa, 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 eyes bugging out, like, whoa, look at there. I, I'm just not that guy. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. You know what I mean? And What's then the I'm like, okay. Place? Twin Peaks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, dude. Well, Twin Peaks food is a lot better than Hooters. Sure. I, Til- I- Tilted Kilt is another one. And they tried to have oh, one. Yeah. They tried to have one of those in downtown Greeley. And let's just say that a Scottish kilt and the cutoff slash tied up knot shirt at the front for the waitresses didn't work real well with the tattoos. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't a good one. I just look. don't want to be and be like, hey, there's a bunch of hot girls. Let me slam a double cheeseburger. You know, like it just, I don't know. I just, was. this is not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. I'd rather go to my <laughs> chain restaurant and go and just hang out there. I, I mean, if you're going to do the chain, at least do, you know, something where it's, Okay, you know it's all right food, but hey, what's the ball game look like? Well, yeah. you've also—I mean, you've also lost me on the Hard Rock cafes. Oh, oh yeah, I know overkill. the, the t-shirts are big, and they, you know the, with the logo. And I, you know, I don't get me wrong; like I love like the I'm an Eric here memorabilia they sure. have in the restaurants. I'm even a little bit suspicious on like the guitars they have and who the, owned them and stuff. Sure. I swear to you, they're just copies. A lot of the gold and platinum records, you know, are fake because they're not. Um, RIA certified. What was really interesting being in Cancun on the Hard Rock Resort was all of the hallways worth of the memorabilia, you know, so you know some of it's not right. You know some of that's fake. No. I mean, in a convention center, you're not going to have Slash's guitar. It just just doesn't make sense. Hey, this is uh, Michael Jackson's glove. (laughs) No, it ain't, man. (laughs) You ever been to Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill? No. Yeah. I think I've actually been to a Toby Keith's restaurant. It was at that casino that's just before the Texas border. Uh Uh-huh. It was a horrible yeah, it wasn't good. Terrible. Toby Keith, I shout agree. out to you. You're, I agree. It was not yeah, good. Kind of the latter part of his career. <laughs> I take, uh, so, you know Jim Ross, the yes. wrestling announcer? Yes. He, he had a barbecue place in Norman, and I went there once before traveling to a WrestleMania, and I thought it was really good. Hmm. Also, Jerry the King Lawler has a barbecue place in Memphis. It's also pretty good. It's not the best, but it's, it's good, and I think Memphis has been a little bit of an overhype when it comes to barbecue. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hit and miss kind of thing. Like even like downtown, it's a lot of hit and miss, but I remember where we were at the rest. Uh, I'm forgetting the name, but there it was a boy. I'm forgetting the name and I'm sorry guys. Come Memphis, on, Mitch. Was probably listening that we we're there for power cat game day, but they had much better ribs than the historic barbecue places that they had in Memphis. Whoa. And it's a bar. What man, I know what you're, I know the place. Cause we talked about it a lot. It's one of those places that we talk about a ton. Travion, what other restaurant chains, big time stuff do you want to go to? You we, you haven't ever ate at Hooters. You've never ate at Eskimo Joe's. Where else? 
I've never been to a Margaritaville. Ooh. Jimmy Buffett's. I haven't fine. either. No, I've seen done it. <laughs> Speaking what of, of uh, Rainbow or Rainforest Cafe, you ever? Eat I've been at one in Florida for. They before are they closed though it down. becoming fewer and farther between. Yeah. Silky O'Sullivan. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, yeah. Silky. They're great owners. Fantastic people. Those are cool. Oh, they hooked us up. There's a YouTube there. video of a guy and his buddy that drove to every rainforest cafe in the United States and ate at every one of them. It took him uh, two and a half weeks. <laughs> 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 and it was terrible because by the end, they were just like disheveled and they hated their lives. You know, it, it, you bring up something, though, in talking about something along the lines of the hard rock cafes mm-hmm. or even Hooters. You know, let's be perfectly honest. Even let's just even take it down to the base. Let's go to Chili's and Applebee's for crying yeah. out loud. This is what has happened with with getting such of, of the venture capitalist corporate financing. All right, let's, let's not get political about this, no, Troy. No, no, no. Let's franchise Gee. all of this stuff. The problem is the quality tanks. Yep, the well, quality tanks, and it stinks. I it's was, awful. I was about to ask. So. I, they ask this question all the time on my favorite podcast, Could Are You Garbage? They ask, all right, Chili's, Applebee's, TGI Fridays, Outback Steakhouse. Chili's. I've never been to Outback or TGI Fridays. I actually really enjoy TGI Fridays. Yeah, TGI Fridays. That would, would be, be my pick of the four. Would be Chili's, the selection of mine, yeah. Chili's every day, twice on Sunday. Shout out to the Manhattan Chili's. I love you. You're my friends. You treat me really well and my family very well. And you know my wife's stupid order, and we love you. You go that often? Yes. Sarah takes the buffalo chicken salad and then changes like everything in it. <laughs> and we go so often that when they see us come in, they're like, oh, yeah, you're the salad gal. And they change it up and they know it. I, I mean, Sarah the, the salad gal. The, the, yeah. This is the, this is where he is in life as opposed to when I was in school, could walk into Rusty's and my friend would immediately oh. get his order oh, immediately yeah. in terms of beverage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same, norm same, type of same, action. Yeah. I was the same concept. Like I spent too much time down in Aggieville. So I was like that. And that's how I know I'm getting older and more daddish by the minute because I go into Chili's and I go, oh, and they're like, yeah, we know him and his wife's order. I'm a loser. But I've never eaten at Outback either. I don't know what Outback's about, baby. Australian grill. I've been before. Yeah, I've been, I've been a, a couple of times. times. Okay. I've been a number of times because we've of done, all, it, done it as team. Record that, Travion. You're you doing that um, accent? Yeah, it put that bad. on the high keys. We're, we'll get back to it. What are you? What is it about <laughs> the Outback? Do you love Outback? Well, I haven't been since I was a kid, but I went a couple of times as a kid mm-hmm. and got. I remember getting a steak one time. I thought it was good as a as a kid, and the the. Uh, the onion blossom thing, blooming onion. Yeah, the blooming onion. Oh, yeah. I love that. It was good. It's fine. I didn't have any issues when I with it. At Texas Roadhouse, we have the. Well, I don't remember what it's called. The onion blossom. Awesome thing. blossom. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh. there's a f- answer. It. Yeah, we got. I think he left his microphone on. <laughs> Dang it! Uh, I was yeah. hoping somebody would be like, "Tell these guys to shut up." Well, yeah, now we much. can't take a break because he's <laughs> distracted. But what about this? What are you, DQ? Or are you? No one was there. Oh, how about that? Um, what's your ice cream place? What do you like ice cream wise? Besides, call Hall Ice Cream here at Kansas State University. Um, you might beat me up after the show. Whoa, Sonic! No, 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 no. Something about their ice cream just isn't right with me. I don't know. See that? Okay, I know. About, I know a lot of people that Sonic are like or that. DQ. Sonic. Really? The thing is, like, I, I don't get me wrong. I love a good Blizzard. Sure. T- it tends them out faster. 
and there's usually just a killer line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go Sonic, you beat the line. There's a reason why there's a line. I mean, the Blizzards are A1. I love Or 1A, Blizzard. I should say. And you know what? They never forget to turn it over because they are pros down there. Correct. Um, but I, I will say this, tend to upgrade and go to Freddy's. Whoa. Good call there as well. Like All right. Hey, let's take a break. Uh. Cheers. Yo, yo, I'm here talking about chilies. No way to actually like Outback Steakhouse. I'm Trey. I never ate <laughs> Hooters or Oklahoma Jays or Eskimo Jays for that matter. That's pretty good. Actually. Who knew DG could freestyle oh, rap? You really want me to go? Okay. Yeah. Um. Ah, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, you blew say. it. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Travion, we got a call during the break. What's the topic? Um, so somebody was asking what your favorite podcast was, and he said to call you Maven Mitch Fortner, because he said you're a Maven and he respects your opinion. Whoa, dude, that's a great nickname. I thought he was calling me like Maven from Tough Enough from back in the day. You remember that, DG? I do remember that guy, yeah. I don't know what the definition of Maven is. Isn't a Maven like a uh, a person that goes against the grain? Like they're like uh, their own person, kind of? An expert or connoisseur. Oh, boy, I mean, that might be the best compliment i've ever received that's a great call my favorite podcast i mentioned actually in the last segment is uh, i don't really listen to a lot of sports podcasts podcasts are kind of my break from that yeah um but are you garbage <laughs> hosted by kevin james ryan and h foley who will be in kansas city in september bought tickets for Lindsay's birthday because yeah. i actually introduced it to her and she's now a bigger fan than i am nice it's hilarious well, awesome. but basically what they do is they honor or they honor they interview celebrities or it's usually just comedians but they'll interview comedians ask them a bunch of random questions like it's a lot of like ask us anything questions sure but on steroids, and they determine if this person is trash or not. Are, trash or classy. Are you trash? They just had Louis C.K. on. Wow. Trash, right? Or classy? I think, I, I don't remember, I think he was actually classy. Okay. I, I but they, like, dig into these people's background, and for those that don't know, like, comedians, like, a lot of them come from, like, really crazy backgrounds. Right. Especially right. those from, like... And all the funny people are, like, Italian, right, or Jewish, <laughs> and they all come from the Northeast. Yeah. New York, Jersey, Boston, Philly, that area. A lot For of sure. Irish people are funny as well. A lot of famous comedians are Irish, mm-hmm. and they all come from a lot of the same areas. Nice. And it is a fantastic podcast. Cool. I listen to it. I listen to every episode. Nice. Uh, I'm a, I like Black Diamonds. That's the one that Bob Kendrick is hosting, and... Uh, on the history of the Negro Leagues and talks with a number of current athletes in regards to how the Negro Leagues ties to what they're doing. Right. Patrick Mahomes actually, even has a guest. I'd actually be very interested in hearing That's that. That's awesome. Black Diamonds, you said? Yes, Black very, Diamonds. Very cool. I love Tiger Belly, Bobby Lee. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, he it's like he's embroiled with this thing, him and his fiance with Brendan Schaub. Schaub. It's just getting to the point where I don't want to hear about it Every anymore. episode's about that. I man. know. I, I'm getting sick of it. I love Tiger Belly, though. All right, you guys ready for my top ten list of the week? Yeah. So I put the question out there earlier today on Twitter, songs that best describe K-State football recruiting right now. Now, got so many responses, and it, they were all just dynamite. Dynamite, fantastic additions. Like, 
suggestions, but I didn't put it out there that th- I was putting together a top 10 list with this stuff. I didn't pick a whole lot of songs from those suggestions because it was a lot of songs that would describe the streak they're on. Like, it's hot right now. Uh, hot, hot, hot is K-State recruiting. Yeah. I wanted to more tell the story of K-State recruiting through songs in this top 10 list. Wow, okay. So here we go. Number 10. Where does every commitment start? It's a tweet from Taylor Bratt. Bring on the cats. Pull up the truck and drop the tailgate. It's a wildcat football Saturday. Never seen a girl look any better when she's wearing a purple K-State Bring on the Cats, that's from the Tanner Dirks band from right here in Manhattan. Very nice. I don't know if those folks are still making music. Tanner Dirks, even if you're listening, call in right now. I want to ask you questions about that song. <laughs> That'd be good. Number nine. I did a top 10 list once about the Snyder playlist, and I thought this would be a great addition to the Snyder playlist. It's Moment of Truth by Survivor. Guys, we've had a couple of them now where K-State's made it to the finish line, and these student-athletes are announcing their commitment in front of an audience, one on uh, on television, mm-hmm. on, the, on the website, you know, for CBS Sports, but it was televised. Awesome. And it came down to, all right, this is the moment of truth. Is K-State going to win this big-time commit or not? It's something we've never really witnessed very much at all in K-State recruiting history. It's like the putting on the hat, I'm committing to K-State. Yeah, that's a moment of truth announcement that K-State has now won two of them. Number eight. Number eight of songs that best describe K-State football recruiting right now. So this is Coming Home by Diddy Dirty Money featuring Skylar Gray. I know it's not exactly staying home, but they're in a way also coming home. They're coming to K-State with these in-state recruits. We've seen the hashtags about staying home. Guys, they're coming home. They're coming to K-State. That's where home is is a part of the top ten right there. Number seven. So... DG, you know what this is? I K-State football is sexy right now. It is the sexy program in the Big 12. We're forgetting about Oklahoma and Texas. Whatever. They have completely shifted what's going on with in-state recruiting. The top talent now wants to go to Kansas State University. And I thought, what better way to explain that than with the Shawn Michaels theme song called Sexy Boy that he used for his almost entire career in the WWE. And a little swagger, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's like, also a ton of swagger. We're hot, we know it. Come on. <laughs> Number six. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Frank Sinatra has come fly with me. Guys, these two in-state recruits, Dylan Edwards and Avery Johnson, have both said 
that they're going to also go after those other in-state recruits, maybe some a little bit outside of the state. Yeah. They want to come fly. They want those recruits to come fly with them to Manhattan, Kansas, and be cats. They're talking about even flipping some commits. They're talking to you, Joe Odding, Mr. Notre Dame. Forget those guys. Come to K-State. Come on, fly with me. Let's take off in the blue. Okay, that's enough. (laughs) Number five. Now, let's get to what I mentioned earlier with the suggestions I got on Twitter. A lot of them talking about the current state is in the hot streak. K-State recruiting is hot. Got a lot of recommendations. This one came in late. I felt like it was the best fit. It is the Buster Poindexter version of Hot Hot Hot. You also might remember when Michael Scott was uh, somewhat performing this on The Office. Yes. I also remember this guy, he was a taxi driver in that movie, Scrooged. Yes. Man. Oh, I I don't know a thing about Buster Poindexter other than this song. Uh, He is an alter ego of the former leader of the Saturday Night Live band. Ah, right. All right, it's my top ten list of songs that best describe K-State football recruiting right now. Number four. You can't touch this. (laughs) You can't touch this. Every recruit K-State is winning. They're beating out KU, Iowa State, and a number of other Power 5 programs. So it feels like K-State football just can't be touched right now. Of course, it also you can also put it together with a song we just played a few moments ago with the Shawn Michaels theme song. They're sexy right now. It's a sexy, uh, sexy program. But, you know, I got to thinking, you know, what would be... For the coaching staff, what would be like their victory dance? Like, what would be their end zone touchdown dance if they were to celebrate in front of KU and Iowa State? For some reason, it just popped in my mind doing Hammer Time. Oh, yeah, the, the move, the it dance It seems move? like they would just bust that out. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe among others, but for you know, just kind of knowing their age, like a median age of what would be the best fit for them mm-hmm. and the culture. It's got to be hammer time, right? I thought I told you. Just can't touch this. Yeah. Number three. Number three of my top ten list of best songs that describe K-State football recruiting right now. Number three. (laughs) I am a lineman for the county. And I drive the main road. Troy gets it. What the hell? Wichita lineman? I mean, there's a key word, and it's Wichita. Right. There aren't many songs about Wichita. Or linemen, just not (laughs) the same meaning. If if it was a bunch of linemen out of Wichita committing, this would have been perfect. Right. And it would have been number one, but it's number three because of Wichita. Here it is. I mean, Wichita is still on the line. There's still some recruits out of old Wichita that the Cats would love to have. 
But currently, four of the 12 commits are from the Wichita area. Hmm. Travion, have you ever heard that song before? Glenn Campbell? Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Number two. Number two. I thought overall, all the song suggestions I got on Twitter, this was the best one. Give a shout to Blake Morris on Twitter coming in. I believe he was actually the first to comment on that post, on that tweet. And I felt this was a great fit for the current state of K-State football recruiting. Here's number two. Listen to the lyrics. Cats aren't done. Just getting started. <laughs> Can't stop the cats. And another, um, another part of that song. It's been a ton of fun. This has been a load of fun. Thank you, K-State football, for being successful, first of all. You guys deserve all the thank yous in the world for the success you're having with the 2023 class. It's a lot of fun. And, yes, nothing's stopping them now, guys. But we're not done there. We still got one song to go. Number one. My number one song for songs that best describe K-State football recruiting right now. I'm not sure which is worse. And the skies this version or KU's version after playing football. <laughs> it's one of their marching band I items. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that I don't either. hear it very often. Yeah, exactly. It's Home on the Range, guys. This is the state song of Kansas. Written by Go ahead. Edgar Allan Poe. Nice try. Oh, I thought I was going to drop knowledge. Come on. Guys, half of the recruits from Kansas are from the state of Kansas. Mm -hmm. For the first time ever in Rivals rankings, K-State has two of the top three recruits in the state of Kansas. Dr. Brewster M. Higley, Smith County, Kansas. And I think that guy was crazy. The discouraging words, by the way, are when practice starts. <laughs> From the No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there you have it, my top ten list of songs that are best describing K-State football right now. 
Boy, the look on your faces when I started playing Home on the Range. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's a reason why Letterman's number two items on the top ten list used to be better than the number ones in many ways. <laughs> Don't stop me now. When we Don't come try. back, <laughs> hey, we're going back to back with some music, guys. When we come back, our number one song of the day. From 1986, These Dreams, by heart. One week at number one. Great Let's just song. listen to it. Rock band from Seattle, officially forming in 67. They had a whole bunch of names before they got to heart, by the way. I'll get to that here in just a second. Alright, so let's get to know Hart a little bit. Before they were Hart, they were first known as The Army. Their second name was Hocus Pocus. After that, they were White Hart, and then they just dropped White, and for since 1973, they've been known as Hart. Now, everybody knows the identity of Hart. It's Anna and Nancy Wilson, the sisters. Guys, they're not original members. Anne joined in 71. Nancy joined in 75, uh, 73, rather. And everybody knows Anne as the singer, right? She can play the flute. She can play the harp. She can kill it on the guitar as well, acoustically, usually. And then Nancy, she's just known as the guitar player. Guys, that's not true. She's the lead singer on this she's song. This one, yeah. She can play the harmonica, the mandolin, the keyboards. And by the way, she's also a famous actress. She was in the hit movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, a lot of people oh. don't know that. The uh, you know you know the scene. I, I want to say it was the uh, the lunchroom scene. No, no. So you remember the scene when Judge Reinhold he's in like the pirate gimmick. Yes, and he's going to go deliver some food. Yes, and he pulls up at an intersection and a. A very good-looking gal pulls up in a car next to him. That's her. That is Nancy Wilson from Heart. Well wow. done. Well done. Wow. Now she didn't have the big hair like she did in this music video. If you remember that one, and had the big '80s hair too. Yep. It's something else. But of course, back then, music videos were an extremely big deal. You wanted to get on MTV. Hart has sold over 35 million records worldwide, and Hart has been ranked number 57 on VH1's 100 Greatest Artists of Hard Rock, number 49 on Ultimate Classic Rock's Top 100. Wow. 
They were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2013. 50, 15 studio albums, which, by the way, they've also had a ton of lineup changes with the band. But the core group went into the Rock Hall. 15 studio albums, 20 top 40 hits, first of two number ones. It's from their eighth album called Heart. Also, some would argue that's when they sold out. I don't. I wouldn't call them sellouts. Uh, I mean, they just kind of went a different direction with their songwriting. Let's be perfectly honest. You were at a point in the '80s where it was essentially, quote unquote, rock forty, mm-hmm. where ballads, especially, mm-hmm. got hot big time. Yeah. And so you had not only did you have heart with this album and this song. But you also had Nancy with the lead singer of Loverboy doing a song in Footloose. Oh, yeah. That's right. Ballad on the Footloose soundtrack. Uh, you know, it, it became big in the 80s for rock bands to hit those ballads. Mm-hmm. And, and it was the popish rock bands with the ballads. I'm not a huge fan anymore. I mean, REO Speedwagon, 38 Special. They all did ballads. Right. So to say that Hart sold out, no. They were doing just what everybody else in the game was doing at the time. And they can't win for losing. They play hard rock, and it's like, oh, it's girls playing hard rock. That's dumb. And then they go make a ballad, and it's like, oh, they sold out. I'm like, what do you want them to do? Well, and ask Hart fans, did they ditch the band when they, when they returned from its hiatus and in the mid-'80s started coming out with this? Like, Alone is an absolute banger. It is. But it doesn't exactly have the same sound as Magic Man or Barracuda. Right. No. No, but that's also the evolve, you know, the evolving of the band over the years. Yeah. Look at the time frame that Hart and, or that uh, Barracuda uh, was released. I mean, completely different in terms of what was on the radio waves at the time. I'll ask you, because when I think of a big sound change from 70s, 80s. The first band I think of is Rush. Okay. That made a giant mm-hmm. change to their sound, really brought in the synthesizers. Right. You know, Getty wasn't just slapping the bass, he was also poking the keys. Right. That that was a huge change in a lot of ways. I mean, it's part of what the Van Halen divide became because David Lee Roth wanted to continue to be showman and Eddie wanted to get into the into utilizing synthesizers more and some of that fool around with that a bit and the two of them just never got together on that idea mm-hmm. alright so um, okay so more on this song this was their transition into bringing in some songwriters for this song they brought in Bernie Toppin <laughs> who of course wrote basically every hit lyrically wow. for Elton John and uh, he also brought in another songwriter, um, I lost my spot, uh, Martin Page. He was responsible, along with Bernie Toppin, for writing and producing We Built This City by Starship. That also uh, went number one. Yeah. No. But yes, Bernie Toppin made more bangers than just with Elton John. That was, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, and you I know what? Look at, sorry I, to interrupt, but yeah, I, yeah. I might have to look at the timeline. Was this at the time he took a break from Elton? Like, they needed a break away from each other. Because throughout the entire '80s, they weren't really writing together. It wasn't until well, because when when I'm still standing came out, that was basically his return with Bernie Toppin, if I remember correctly. I don't think they wrote that together. I might be wrong. Yeah, I might. I'm still standing. 
Look at look at Travion. Well, you got a you got a computer you can use right there. By the way, I just it, inter- interestingly, you know, <laughs> you brought up Martin Page, but when you realize that he worked with Starship, Robbie Robertson, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Heart, Robbie Williams, Go West, and then did his own solo. Yep. Track in '94. Well, here's 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 the kicker as well. This is how Hart got introduced with Bernie Taupin and Page. Um, when, when I mentioned those two wrote it, they didn't initially write it for Hart. It was supposed to be for Stevie Nicks. Oh. She turned it down. Kim Oof. Carnes comes next on the list. Oh. Wow. And she didn't do it. And then Hart. Uh, so Hart had a band member who was mutual friends with Page and Taupin. Be like, oh, hey, actually, this will be a good fit for us. Now, Anne was supposed to sing it first, but they're like, no, I think Nancy, her sing style, it would sound better to go with this song. And boy, did that work out for him. Yeah. They got a number one hit out of it. It was their first, which, by the way, it came before Alone. And Alone, I would argue, is probably the better song, but these dreams, it's not too shabby. Not a bad song at at all. Yeah. And you know what? Like, Shout out to the other people in Heart. They are so lucky that Nancy and Ann Wilson showed up because they were going nowhere. And then them gals show up and they can play every other instrument and sing good. They're got to be like, whatever you want to do. Barracuda, Magic Man, whatever. Let's do it. I don't well, care. And my God, I mean, a female fronting a rock band, I mean, was unheard of. Oh, <gasps> At the time. It was a game changer. No! What is the world coming to? And then they rock. I found it out. So he he did co-write on I'm Still Standing and a a few other 80s ones. Yeah, but the 90s, that's when they stopped making stuff together. So like, Can You Feel the Love Denying All That Other Stuff, that wasn't with Bernie Toppin. Dang! Who was that with? That doesn't surprise me. Nancy Wilson? I think it was the guy he wrote that musical with, but I can't remember his name. That was probably a team effort. I mean, you're talking about Lion King. Yeah. yeah. George Gershwin? <laughs> <laughs> That's John Philip Sousa. <laughs> <laughs> so the reference oh. to that is I wanted to make a joke when DG brought up who wrote Home on the Range. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe. And I couldn't think of Sousa's name. I, I completely blanked it. I wanted to bounce that right in there. I thought of it. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> That's really funny, dude. All right. Um, hey, you know what, Travion? Get us out when we need to get out. Uh, we're going to quickly squeeze in some Ask Us Anything. Well, 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 folks. For today's Ask a K-Rocker, we did what, uh, what Would You Rather Wednesday. Would you rather yell everything you have to say or run everywhere you go? Not counting if you're going to, like, Topeka. You know, you can get in the car and drive, but everywhere, you know, you go into like the store, you have to run all the way through the store. That's an easy one. Run. Be in great shape. You would be in great shape, but you would be knocking everything over and no one would, no one would want to be your friend. Well, and, I also have and coordination. And on top of it, you wouldn't be able to pause and pay for whatever. And so you would be well, running I, from the cops as well. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. that. <laughs> I didn't either, but oh I'm a good kid. <laughs> Um, Travion, what about you? What are you going to do? What was the question? Okay. You either have to yell everything you say or run everywhere you go. What do you I'd rather choose? yell everything I say. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, I, it's me, Trivia. Yeah. I, but I, I just, I lose my voice too easily. Yeah, no, there's a lot of negatives for both of these. Eventually, once you're screaming so much, you'll lose your voice, and then you won't, it won't matter mm -hmm. as much. Like when it comes to those like deep topics about K State, I tend to like do what John used to do is just kind of take over the whole segment and not let anybody else talk. <laughs> I, I, I get get to talking too much that I don't do like the, the vocal warm-up where you got to use your diaphragm and talk more with that, not just your vocal cords. And Plus, your seat would have to be outside the studio. You Plus, know? when I'm also like, I, it happens every time. When I'm announcing the starting lineup at basketball games, towards the end, I'm losing my voice. Ooh. That's how easy I lose it. Yeah, yeah. But I want to like put 110% into it. Sure. I don't want to like tone it down and be all those like no. every other... PA announcer out there that just kind of half-ass it. Yeah, we don't, and that's not what they want. That's not what the people want. You go, I went to the game today, and Fortner kind of mailed it in. You know, we don't want that. <laughs> he wouldn't even lose in his voice towards the end of the, the yeah, starting lineup. 15 yards in the play. Good for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. You kind of have what to try What is it with this guy? <laughs> hey, what when you were a kid, what was a, like a small sign that someone was wealthy? For me, it was a basketball goal that you could, like, go up and you could bring it down as well. You could lower it and raise it up. Especially if it had the crank at the bottom, I knew you you had money. Well, I thought it was special if you have a if you had a paved driveway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that was a big deal. We didn't have many of those in Morganville. Oh nah, boy. Or even Clay Center. I mean just in general like not a lot of paved uh no. Driveways. What else? Oh, if you had a hot tub. If you had a hot tub, you Ooh, came from money. Oh, yeah. You got one, one house in the stretch of road that I lived on had a pool. That was about it. Dang, that's that's rich now. All right, got, uh, Travion, quickly, you want to answer that question? What is something you were as a kid, it was a small thing that you thought, boy, they have money. Blu-ray players. Ooh, Blu-ray. That's a good one. All right, <laughs> hey, guys, tomorrow, second hour, Coach Bill Snyder, DJ Finney, uh, DJ, BJ Finney, <laughs> and Eric Wolfer will be in studio. We're out. Go Cats.